Engaging presentations on the most urgent problem of our day and what you can do about it. Now, the End Abortion Podcast by Priests for Life. Well, hi, friends. Father Frank Pavone here, National Director of Priests for Life. Welcome to Praying for America. And what a better time to pray for America than just before our very American national holiday of Thanksgiving. This is a a wonderful day of the year for all who are patriots. We have so much to give thanks for. The more we understand this country and how it was founded and the principles it was founded on and the way that it has served the world and the pinnacles of greatness that we have achieved and that we are yet capable of achieving, the more intense our Thanksgiving will be. And this program is meant to be a special time with you to pray those prayers of thanksgiving, to reflect on what this holiday is, and to get ready to really celebrate it in a profoundly patriotic Christian way. So if we might begin with, and and, and during this show, by the way, leave your comments of prayers of thanksgiving. What are you grateful for? Not only as an individual, maybe blessings to you, your family, your friends, but, but, but what you're most grateful for about America? What are you most grateful for in regard to the great leadership that we've had under President Trump and that we could indeed have again if we reelect him to the presidency? Give the things that you're grateful for in particular because these are things we all need to share with one another, with our children and grandchildren, with all our fellow citizens. I want to start in, in 1 Thessalonians 5 where we read these instructions that Paul gives to that Christian community. He says, Now we ask you, brothers, respect those who work hard among you and who are over you in the Lord and who admonish you. Hold them in the highest regard in love because of their work. Live in peace with each other. And we urge you, brothers, warn those who are idle, encourage the timid, help the weak, and be patient with everyone. Make sure that nobody pays back wrong for wrong, but always try to be kind to each other and to everyone else. Be joyful always, pray continually, give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. Do not put out the Spirit's fire. Do not treat prophecies with contempt. Test everything. Hold on to what is good Avoid every kind of evil. May God Himself, the God of peace, sanctify you through and through. May your whole spirit, soul, and body be kept blameless at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. The one who calls you is faithful, and He will do it. Let us pray. Father, what immense spiritual blessings you give us in Christ and what immense civic blessings you give us in America. We are grateful, Lord, and we want to express that thanks because as we express it openly, as we express it even by a national holiday, that external expression of our thanks, even the words just coming from our lips, strengthen that spiritual attitude within us. And so, Lord, yes, we loudly give thanks. We joyfully give thanks. We give thanks in the presence of the community. And as Paul admonishes the Thessalonians, 
with such wisdom inspired, O God, by you. He says, give thanks in all circumstances. Not just in the good circumstances. Not just in some circumstances. He says, give thanks in all circumstances. Lord, this is a tall spiritual order. Our founders obeyed this command. The pilgrims obeyed this command. They suffered so much, and yet they had thanksgiving. And so we, Lord, no matter what is going on in our lives, in our families, in our own souls, in our hearts and minds, no matter what is going on in our nation or in our world, we pause to give you thanks. And we pause for this great holiday, the day after tomorrow, in which, Lord, we will profoundly give thanks. And as a nation, we will pause from our normal activities. We will take time off from our normal work. We will gather with friends and loved ones. We will feast and rejoice in solidarity, of course, with all the poor, with all those who do not have anything. But we will give thanks in all circumstances. And we give thanks prophetically. We give thanks, Lord, looking ahead and knowing, because of how much we trust in your power and goodness, knowing and seeing in advance the better days that are ahead for our nation, we give thanks to you for that even right now, before it happens. Because in your eternal plan, it is happening, it is unfolding, and we will enjoy it. And we thank you, Lord God, in Jesus' name. Amen. So it is a powerful passage and a challenge, isn't it, from St. Paul to the Thessalonians, to give thanks in all circumstances. You know, I was going back and reviewing some of the, the history of Thanksgiving. So we go back to 1620. The Mayflower voyaged on a 65-day-long, well, you could call it a journey, but it was more like an ordeal. 102 men, women, and children crossing the stormy Atlantic Ocean in a vessel the size of a city bus. Imagine 102 people in a space like that going across the entire ocean. It's amazing what, what... We look back at so many stories of history and we just have to marvel at what people endured. And thanks to the fact that they endured it, so much changed for our benefit. So they got here. These are the pilgrims arriving there in Plymouth, Massachusetts. And um, a cruel winter followed their arrival, and they weren't well prepared for it. Exposure to starvation caused their numbers to dwindle rapidly, and by the time spring came along, half of them had died. Fourteen of the 18 wives had perished, and widowers and orphans abounded. It was in this setting that they held Thanksgiving. Paul to the Thessalonians, give thanks in all circumstances. In all circumstances. Health, sickness, plenty or scarcity, the presence of friends and loved ones, or even the absence 
of friends and loved ones. Things going your way, things going against you. People praising you, people ridiculing you. Give thanks in all circumstances. And then they gave thanks sometime in the autumn of 1621. And then God granted them a bountiful harvest. They gave thanks for that harvest together with some of the the Native Americans. They had given them food, these Native Americans, and they helped to protect them from an opposing tribe. So there was a mutual benefit going on there. And brothers and sisters, this is something that expands our... our, our we, have, we have to go into this holiday with an awareness of some of the history, and I want to quote some of the presidents in their uh, Thanksgiving proclamations. These are very beautiful documents. But it gives us... A, we have to understand the spiritual dimensions of Thanksgiving even, even more deeply. And we'll look at some more scriptures that we'll pray together. Thanksgiving is very deeply intertwined with this, what we've already seen here, the perseverance in distress, perseverance through distress, through many trials, we must enter the kingdom of God, we read in the Acts of the Apostles, right? Through many trials. And they knew they were striving for the kingdom. But also, what we have here is the connection between thanksgiving and repentance. Now let's reflect on that a little bit and then we'll we'll pray a few more scriptures and then quote some of the president's thanksgiving proclamations. What's the connection with repentance? Well, first of all, if you're thankful for something, you're aware of your moral obligation to protect that gift, to use it well. Somebody gives you a gift, you're grateful for it. You're not going to be careless with the gift. You're not going to destroy it. You're not going to throw it away. You're not going to trample down upon it. You're going to, you're going to treat it with a certain amount of respect and reverence because, uh, because of the fact that you're grateful. It's something good, something worthy of your care. That's why you're grateful for it in the first place. So if we're grateful for this nation, for its bounty, for the freedom, for the security, I mean, look at this. We've got this beautiful landmass in between two gigantic oceans. I mean, it's very hard, even if people wanted to attack us. It's hard to do it. Just geographically, it's hard. Not to mention the ideals and the ideas on which this nation was founded. It wasn't founded primarily on geography. It was founded on the principles of God-given rights and freedom, liberty, consent of the governed. You don't get any better than that. And so you have the best ideas taking root in the best geographical situation And it has been attracting people from around the world more than any other place does for all these centuries. Now, the the spiritual dimension of repentance was very powerfully brought out by our founding fathers in their various expressions of faith, very powerfully. We repent of our sins before the tribunal of our Lord Jesus Christ and ask His forgiveness. I mean, they said things like this openly, publicly, getting down on their knees, and so the, 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 and there are a lot of different 
manifestations of Thanksgiving. You study the history of Thanksgiving. There were a lot of different days and occasions and ceremonies and proclamations and decisions, but it was prayer and fasting. Now, we don't think of Thanksgiving as fasting. We think of it as feasting. But fasting, of course, is part of repentance too. Our Lord commands it of us. And that was part of the spiritual observance. Let's repent on our knees before God. Let's fast to show that we're turning away from sin. And then let's celebrate and rejoice and give thanks. Now, what do we repent of? Well, as a nation, it's not, we don't repent. We, we don't take the, the view, okay, of the radical woke left that's trying to tell us that the nation is, you know, birthed in evil and just immersed in racism. And, you know, we don't go along with that. In fact, this nation has struggled hard to live from the outset the principles that are written down in that Declaration of Independence about the equal dignity of every person, the rights they have from God. And we all stumble as individuals and as nations, but brothers and sisters, with our faults, we see that striving. We see that that willingness to correct ourselves. We see that ever getting back up again after we stumble and fall. We see that spirit of repentance, constantly reaching out to take the hand of God. And that's how we have to celebrate this Thanksgiving now in 2022, because we have a lot to be repenting of in the sense of how we have in one way or another as a nation squandered our gifts. Now, this isn't something that you and I buy into, but we see the bad leadership that we have today. We see destructive activities. I mean, let's just take, and, and we'll, we'll, we'll pray on this, take as one example the, 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 the border. I mean, you don't give thanks for a nation and then at the same time, fail to enforce its boundaries. I mean, we talked about the two great oceans to the east and to the west of us, but to the south, we've got people from all over the world pouring in uncontrolled and sometimes with bad intentions. That's no way to treat a country. You don't treat a country by destroying, you don't treat a country well if you destroy its, its borders. You're not caring for the citizens you have. See, and this is the, well, we won't get off on this too much, but the, 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 the particular nature of this sin that has been taking place in regard to the border, where we, they try to cloak it in virtue. Oh, well, we're caring for our brothers and sisters from other parts of the world. Yeah, charity begins at home, okay? How about caring for the citizens of the country and protecting them first? That does, that's not mutually exclusive. It doesn't mean you can't welcome people from other places. But you care for the people who are here. They're just as much your brothers and sisters as well. They're also your fellow citizens. Charity begins at home. But brothers and sisters, this is just one of many examples. You don't give thanks for a nation whose military defenses you let go to hell. You're not giving thanks for a nation if you're apologizing for that nation on the world stage or making a fool out of yourself. You're not grateful for a nation if you enter into or you're allowed to continue trade agreements that only benefit the other nation that you've entered into the agreement with and not your, not your own citizens. You're not giving thanks for a nation if you're burdening your small businesses with so many regulations that they can't get off the ground and grow and flourish. 
You're not giving thanks for your nation if you're rewriting its history, tearing down the statues of its founders, and rewriting the very principles it was based on. You're not giving thanks for a nation when you're indoctrinating its children, not respecting its flag or its national anthem. How how do we give thanks for a nation and A, do those things, B, tolerate those things, or C, vote for the people who do those things? There's got to come to a point where common sense prevails. This is not even political. This is, this is moral. This is like, what does it mean to have a stewardship responsibility with gratitude for the gift of a nation? You care for it. You care for its posterity, furthermore, in the way you treat the weakest and most vulnerable members, the children yet in the womb. There are many scriptures that tell us to give thanks. Let me go to a couple of the other ones. You know, of course, the beautiful words in Philippians 4, where Paul says this, Rejoice in the Lord always. I say it again, rejoice. Let your gentleness be evident to all. The Lord is near. Do not be anxious about anything, but everything, in everything, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, Present your requests to God. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Father, we pray for our nation on this upcoming celebration of Thanksgiving. We have been through trials and distress, especially these last two years. But your word tells us in prayer and petition with thanksgiving, We are to present our needs to you. And so, Lord, we present our needs to you right now for life, Lord God. While there are those in this country trying to celebrate abortion as something good, trying to expand abortion to include healthy babies of healthy mothers in the seventh, eighth, and ninth month of pregnancy, Lord, this is such insanity that our people have never accepted. We repent, Lord God, of any kind of toleration of abortion. Lord God, we present our petitions to you because our, our border is, is practically non-existent. Lord, give us the wisdom to, to secure it. Give us the, just the wisdom to secure it. Give us the wisdom, Lord God, to, to strengthen our military, to, uh, to take care of our economy. Lord God, we, Lord, we are grateful. We are grateful for the natural resources that we have underneath our feet in this country. And as part of that gratitude, Lord, we we want to receive these gifts from your hand. Lord God, change the attitude of those leaders and, and those fellow citizens of ours who don't see it as appropriate to receive from your hand the gifts you have put right under our feet. The natural resources, the the oil, the natural gas. What are we doing? We're throwing these gifts back back in your face. Instead of making our nation stronger and stronger 
and energy independent. That is an expression of our thanksgiving, Lord. When we utilize the gifts you give us in service to one another, our families, our future. In all things, give thanks and present your petitions to God. Lord, we present these petitions to you for for safety and security from terrorists who will plot our, our harm to us, criminals and gangs. Lord, let us be strong in our, in, our, in our support for law and order in this country. To be grateful for the nation you have given us, enable us to secure our cities and our neighborhoods and to support law enforcement. Lord, there are so many ways that we express our thanks, so many petitions that we have for you with thanksgiving for this great and prosperous nation. In Jesus' name, amen. And then, of course, friends, there's the beautiful Psalm 136. We'll just pray part of it here. It's a long psalm of thanksgiving, as you, as you well know. I just want to say the beginning part of it here is a spiritual preparation for Thanksgiving. And I, I encourage you to pray it with your families as you celebrate your, your Thanksgiving meal. What a beautiful way to teach our children that this is, this is a spiritual feast. It's a patriotic feast. It's a spiritual holiday. Oh, give thanks to the Lord for He is good, for His love endures forever. Give thanks to the God of gods. His love endures forever. Give thanks to the Lord of lords. His love endures forever. To him who alone does great wonders, his love endures forever. Who by his understanding made the heavens, for his love endures forever. Who spread out the earth upon the waters, for his love endures forever. And freed us from our enemies, for his love endures forever and gives food to every living creature, for his love endures forever. To the God of heaven give thanks, for his love endures forever. Here's what George Washington, our first president, wrote in regard to a public day of thanksgiving in 1789. Now therefore I do recommend and assign this day to be devoted by the peoples of these states to the service of that great and glorious being who is the beneficent author of all the good that was, that is, or that will be, that we may then all unite in rendering unto him our sincere and humble thanks for his kind care and protection of the people of this country previous to their becoming a nation. And the great Abraham Lincoln, the first Republican president, during the Civil War, declared thanksgiving a national holiday and said as a day of thanksgiving and praise to our beneficent father who dwelleth in the heavens and i recommend to them that while offering up the ascriptions justly due to him for such singular deliverances and blessings they do also with humble penitence for our national perverseness and disobedience commend to his tender care all those who have become widows, orphans, mourners, or sufferers, 
in the lamentable civil strife in which we are unavoidably engaged. And further, fervently implore the imposition of the Almighty Hand to heal the wounds of the nation and restore it as soon as may be consistent with the divine purposes to the full enjoyment of peace, harmony, tranquility, and union. And Lord, we join our prayerful sentiments to these. And we ask now your blessings on this country as we say the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Well, happy Thanksgiving, everybody. We um, will be back with you on Monday. We're going to take these days off. I'll be going up to see my family in New York, and, uh, and we'll be um, uh, coming back with our regular programming uh, on this program on Monday night. Uh, and meanwhile, you'll be in my prayers. And meanwhile, I'll be communicating with you on social media at FR Frank Pavone on all the major platforms, Truth Social, Getter, and all the rest. Connect with me if you aren't already at FR Frank Pavone. Connect also, of course, with Right Side Broadcasting. Make sure you have your Getter account and your Truth Social account in case you're not signed up yet on those platforms. And we will look forward to uh, being in touch, encouraging one another, and continuing to give thanks for the gift of America. Thanks for tuning in. Talk to you soon. This has been the End Abortion Podcast. To learn more, to help end abortion, and to connect with us on social media, visit endabortion.net.